Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Saturn Area High School All In Athletic Leadership Council podcast. We're going to go all in today. We have a very special guest. Uh, but before we get started, I want to thank our listeners for tuning in and listening and providing feedback. Um, we love uh, everybody tuning in and, and providing us with uh, any type of uh, feedback, uh, whether good or bad, uh, but most of it's been good, and most of it's been student-athletes listening in. Um, as as all of you know, our, our idea, our purpose, our objective is to provide a platform for student-athletes to share their sports journeys, uh, both the positive and the negative, for others to learn and grow. We have a very special guest here today, Jameson McDivitt. He's a senior. Uh, he's part of our Athletic Leadership Council. He's a three-year Athletic Leadership Council member. He's a four-year member of our a boys lacrosse uh, team. He's a two-year captain. He's an all-conference performer, and he's an incredible video editor. And aside from all that, he's just a great person. So we're excited to have you. Welcome to the show, Jameson. Thank you. I don't, know, I don't think I could have gotten a much better intro than that. That was great. But, yeah, uh, yeah. That, that's what we try to do here. Okay, We try to uh, bring our guests on and uh, and build them up. But but that, that intro, you deserve that intro. You've done so much here in the last three and a half years. I'm excited kind of for your, your last half a year here at Southern Area High School. You've impacted a lot of lives on the lacrosse field as a leader, as a captain. You've impacted a lot of people in our Athletic Leadership Council. Um, and then obviously, you know, you've impacted a lot of our sports just with what you've been able to capture with that camera. Yeah. Um, so before we jump into things, catch us up to speed, man. You're a senior now. Uh, for those that are listening, it's November uh, of Jameson's senior year. Uh, we have a, a big season plan. We have uh, our new coach who was actually our assistant coach uh, coming into the fold here as a, as a head coach. Um, what are your thoughts on the season, man? What, what do you what do you think we got? Uh, what what's our outlook for this season? Yeah, I mean, I know that all the guys are like, extremely pumped up, just like very like emphatic about like kind of being here. Everybody's kind of like been excited like for to go to the fall practices. Excited to see all the guys who are playing those fall sports kind of come back and like like be able to like be part of the team again. Like Tyson Boy, who was playing soccer, like he was back yesterday. Great to have him at practice. He's like a huge energy guy that like everybody should love on their team. And uh, yeah, it's just been like great. Like we're definitely like we're very hungry for the season. Like. Last year, like, we expected to go, like, a little bit farther in playoffs, but, like, so that was definitely, like, definitely, like not the best losing in the first round of the playoffs. Like, that's not, obviously not a goal that we strive for, but we, like, we did have a fairly successful season. And, obviously, like, we just have, like, a huge, like, chip on our shoulder just, like, coming off, like, everything that like, we had to go through, like, after the season last year. Obviously, like, all of, like, the, like, the heartbreak that, like, happened with, like, the loss with the coach and everything with that. And so like, everybody's just kind of, like, fired up. And I can tell you that, like, when we play that first game under the lights this year, that everybody's going to be extremely pumped up and, like, ready to ready to go out. Yeah, absolutely. And for those that don't know, you know, the team tragically lost our coach, uh, rest in peace, Mark Corns, um, who gave so much to our lacrosse community uh, in the Souderton area, but also in our high school as well. Uh, he's dearly missed. Um, and obviously you had a relationship with Coach. Um, you know, when he was a JV coach, he also assisted varsity um, and then his his first head coaching experience was the pandemic. Um, so his first taste in head coaching here at Saturday High School was last year. You were a huge part of that team, a huge leader. Maybe you could just share kind of the impact that coach had on you individually um, as a player, as a leader, as a young man. Yeah, I mean, he always just kind of brought like a positive mindset into like everything that he did. Like he always just encouraged you to like kind of like have fun when you were doing it. Like he would he would get on me for uh, playing a little flashy sometimes, but it was just kind of like how I played and he kind of just learned to like, Accept that over time, but he definitely just encourages you to like bring like a positive mindset. Like he'd always walk out and say, like, "It's a beautiful day to play some lacrosse," and that's something that we still scream every time we hop on the practice field, every time we hop in, uh, on the bus for a game. Like it's just a great day, and like we're just all like thankful to kind of like be there like in that moment and like be able to play like the game that we love, like with the people that we love. Yeah, it's such a great reminder, and, and Mark was that. You know, he he provided that energy, and um, 
I think that element of gratitude is so important in sports and, and really important in life, but but really with high school sports because you know you're you're not going to succeed all the time. You're not always going to have a great day. Uh, but if we if we chip away at that positivity and we stack gratitude, I think it can really go a long way. Um, you talked about energy. You talked about the energy that coach had for the team. You talked about Tyson's energy. Uh, you know, I think it's impressive in a fall workout, you know, when I'm at the stadium and I'm at a soccer game or a field hockey game, I hear you guys going crazy down there. Yeah. You know, at 5.30 in the middle of October, I'm able to hear you in the stadium. Uh-huh. Um, you and I have talked a lot about this before, being an energy giver and not an energy taker. Um, where do you fit in that mold with respect to leadership on that team to bring energy? Like, what do you do? Like, h- how do you do it? How do you kind of raise the level of intensity each day? Like, I just kind of, I just love, like, I love firing my guys up. I love, uh, like, kind of like being like a part of like that team just like being kind of like that energy guy and just like wanting to like if somebody makes a good play like I'm gonna be the first person to like tell you that you made a good play and if like you make a bad play like I'll, I'll maybe pull you off to the side and just like like tell you it's just like what you could have done better but I'm not I'm never really gonna like scream at you and kind of just like take off like that energy because I know that our best players feed off of that energy like Matt Malanga freshman goalie started last year played phenomenal when he was when he was confident and when he had those people like feeding into his energy like Tommy Goshow and Lance Pelch like those those two like pioneers as well as like Nick Carrado like on our defense and like if if he made a great save like they would fire him up and once you get Matt Malango fired up like he's lights out like he isn't he's not letting anything in so then like our team kind of builds off that energy and so that's why like I know I have to bring that single like same energy every single day to kind of like make our team like like strive because that's like where we play best. Yeah, it's so true. And it's something that we all can control. You know, and I think it's interesting too, like when I watch you guys work out in the fall, um, the fact that even in a drill, you're able to kind of hold players accountable. Like I'll watch a ground, it was a ground ball drill where it was two on two. And in that two on two drill, um, coach is rolling the ball out. And then you guys are going to fight for that ground ball. Like even in that drill uh, specifically, you're able to hold guys accountable saying, you know, who's going to be the first one to the ball, offense, first one to the ball. Um, what is it – do you have, like, a certain mental approach, like, on days where you don't feel like it or on days where you don't feel like you're given enough energy? Is there something that, that you're able to trick yourself into saying, I, I need to do this as a leader? Or is it just something that you're bringing it every day regardless? Yeah, I mean, there's definitely, like, days where I'm – like, I know that I'm not really, like, feeling, like, the best today, like – there's some days where, like I come out and I'm just like pumped up to be there like I'm jumping around I'm dancing like I'm having like a good time because like that's like when I usually play my best but like there's other days well like I, I make a few bad plays and like I, I get I'm very hard on myself like I hold myself to like a very high standard so like when I make those plays like I obviously like like that's it, it's something that like, I just I'm not really like comfortable with and like something that I kind of just like I get down for like a little bit but then I look around and I'm like all right like if nobody else is gonna bring this energy like somebody's got to and so I kind of just like look around like if offense like we're just struggling like we're making a few bad plays i'm just like offense like i'll like huddle up like tell us that like we just gotta like get our get back on like the right track like do like how we normally play the game like play it how it's supposed to be played and just like keep on like building like off of that and i feel like just like kind of like like what i said before just like not really like, taking energy from other people and just like if somebody makes a great play like you fire them up whether offense or defense at practice like i'll if a freshman defender strips the ball for me at practice i'm not gonna like talk bad on him i'm gonna say like that was like a nice play like keep up the, the good work like andrew lyon i'm pretty sure stripped me like the other day he's like our freshman defender he's okay. like a little little protege and he comes up to me he's like he's like not nah, like i want to guard you he's like i want to i want to like have like like you're the best op- offensive person here i want to have the best competition i was like dude like i love that mentality that's great like that's something like i like that that like made me so happy to, to see he's that wasn't like a little freshman kid that was kind of like 
shy from like like the big like senior like like at a, or there was kind of like running like the offense like he like like went out of his way to kind of guard me like behind the net and like that and then just like played really good defense on me for the entire practice and that's something that like I really like to see us. Yeah, and I I think it's a tribute to you and your leadership style that a freshman would have the, um, you know, the confidence to come up and say that to you and challenge you. And, you know, our best leaders are servant leaders and our best leaders of you freshmen, sophomores, the same as juniors and seniors. And for our listeners out there that are emerging into a leadership role, I think that's important to take that uh, from you and from this conversation. Um, When we look at your sport, you know, you've had a lot of success. You started, you know, all four years uh, and play for some very good teams, some of our better teams that we've had uh, for boys lacrosse here here at the high school. Um, but when we bring it back, like when did you start playing lacrosse? I've, I've, I've had a stick in my hand since about kindergarten or first grade. So you've been into it? Yeah, I've been into it like my entire life. My, my dad kind of played a little bit in high school, like nothing too crazy, but my cousin, my older cousin is from like uh, Northern Virginia, and so like he was always like very, that's kind of like a little bit of like a hotbed for lacrosse, like same way Philadelphia is, and so like he was always very into it. And kind of just, like, bred, like, me to be into it. Like, I was always, like, throwing around with him, like, throwing around with my dad as well, like, just in, like, the backyard. And I've, I've had a stick in my hand. Like, it's always been, like, kind of, like, my passion. Like, that's always been, like, my go-to sport. Like, I bounced around from, like, soccer. Like, used to play a lot of, like, travel soccer, played freshman football, like, intramural basketball, all this stuff. But lacrosse has always just kind of been, like, my solid. Like, I've just always been, like, kind of known as, like, the lacrosse player. And what do you love about the sport? I feel like... It just combines so many sports into one. Like, there takes elements of, like, the physicality of football. Mm. Like, the grit of, like, if you get knocked down, like, you have to make a choice to get up on pretty much every single play. Mm. Like, I got, in our playoff game, I got absolutely smoked. I was coming up the field, like, did not see him coming, just blindside hit, just, like, head over heels. And then student sections chirping me, calling me little from the sideline. And, uh, like, it's just something that, like, but that's just, like, what can happen with the game. But then there's also, like, the finesse aspect to, like, with basketball. Like, there's pick and rolls, like, kind of, like, working through, like, slides on, like, a defense. Like, if you draw... Like, if you draw a man, like, similar to in basketball, like, if you draw a man, like, one man's obviously open. And you guys, like, see, like, the best players are able to, like, see how, like, the defense rotates, like, see through, like, the first slide, second slide, like, third slide, and, like, make, like, those passes, like, find those skip lanes. So I feel like it just combines, like, so many elements of so many different sports and, like, to one. And I, I think it just makes it, like, a very exciting and, like, fast-paced sport to watch. Great description. I think for our lacrosse enthusiasts out there would appreciate that. Um, I, I also agree. For someone that's played basketball my entire life, uh, the uh, similar threads of, of screening and how you negotiate a screen and switch and yeah. not switch and help defense. Um, and angles and timing is so important in both exactly. sports. It's really cool. Um, you've had a lot of great games. You've had a lot of great um, performances uh, and hopefully a lot of great memories. But when you look back, what is your favorite uh, high school athletics memory? Athletics memory? Uh, probably like straight up memory was definitely – uh, I don't really put like memory in like like best game in like the same category. Like yep. I've had like best, I've had like very good statistical games, and I just had like very games that just like feel like really good like in the moment. Doesn't yep. matter how well I played, but uh, definitely Pensbury last year when we were playing in honor of uh, like Manny Puente's father who had like like passed like the year before on that day. Pensbury was uh, undefeated at the time, like number one in the district, like the team to beat at that moment, and so we came into that game like everybody was fired up like. Coach gave us, like, a great, like, pre-game speech, just, like, play for each other, like, play for, like, the people next to you, which is, like, something that he'd always preach. But, like, in that moment, it just, like, like felt like the most important thing that I, like, had ever. Mm. Like, I'm getting chills just, like, talking about it. Me because, too. Like, just, like, playing that game, like, for Manny, who had, like, been such a good leader on the team, like, such a good role model that everybody could look up to. And just, like, hearing that final, um, that final like, whistle go off and then everybody just, like, 
usually like we go to like the goalie, but everybody just like went and like started hugging Manny. Like Manny was crying. Like this that was one of the only times I've ever seen uh, Lance Pelch almost cry. Like man, he never shows much emotion, but uh, like it was definitely just like the, like the best thing to be a part of. And then <laughs> as far as like best statistical games go, that probably North Penn was last year. It was obviously like a big rivalry game. Like we North Penn and Saraton, like there's some bad blood. Like for uh, like as lacrosse wise, like we don't never really. It's always like a pretty chippy game. Like people are kind of always like going at it. It's always like a very close game. This year, I probably felt the worst I ever did pregame. Like I was, I was in the ba- I was in the bathroom. As gross as this it sounds, I was in the bathroom pregame for missed the entire warm up. Came out with like thirty seconds until game time. Like coach was like, "Are you good to like start?" And I was like, "I'm fine." Like, like I just did not feel good because mm. I had um, a few practices before. I had like pulled like a muscle in my back. And so I had taken, like, a bunch of, like, Advil to kind of, like, make that pain go away. And, like, the Advil was just, like, not setting right, like, in my body, like, throughout, like, the entire day. And I was just, like, like feeling, like, terrible, like, the whole day. Like, went in, like, was unsure if I could even be able to, like, play at those next few games. Because, like, that was our big three-game stretch. It was senior night against uh, PW, North Penn on Friday, and then Monday was Lansdale Catholics. Like, those are, like, the three most important games that, like, in that moment that I needed to be a part of. So I was, like, very, like, devastated that, like, I like, did something to my back. And so it was, like, kind of, like, taking, like, a bunch of, like, Advil to kind of, like, make that pain go away, and then, uh, I, like, went into the game, and then just, like, absolutely balled out, like, I had, I think, three goals, like, four assists, something like that, and then just, like, I was playing against, like, my, my, uh, old club team defender, like, I'm, like, good buddies with, like, just destroyed him, (laughs) I made him fall, like, crawl on the field, like, it was, it was, it was, was this the home game? This is the home game against North Penn. Yeah, um, so you get in that game, and you're feeling it, uh, a couple goals, couple assists, when you're in that kind of what we call the flow state, mm-hmm. um, are you thinking or are you just reacting? Are you f- focused on what you're doing or is it just more of a reactionary behavior at that point? Yeah, when I when I get in like that, when I get into like in my groove, like I kind of like everything just becomes like the game just becomes so slow to me. Like okay. it doesn't really like it just moves like very slowly. Like I'm not really focused on like beating my guy as much. I'm like I just I'm so confident that I can beat them beat him that I don't even like worry about him as a factor. Like mm. I just worry about where the guy's coming after I beat him. And so, like, that's kind of, like, the mentality. Like, when I get in, like, that groove, like, it's just all about, like, the mentality. Like, if you think that nobody can guard you, then nobody can actually guard you. And so, mm-hmm. like, that's something that, like, I always, like, tell myself, like, I, like, look at the defender in front of me, and I'm, I'm just, like, you cannot guard me. And yeah. so, like, when I do that, like, I'll, like, make a few moves, like, get by him, and then just everything, like, becomes slow because I, I already pre-thought where the slide's coming from. I already know how the defense is going to rotate, who's going to be where, where everybody on offense is cutting. So I can kind of just, like, adapt and uh, make the decisions that I need to make from that. And if you have the ball in the wing and it's a one-on-one setting, guys 10, 10 yards away from you, five yards mm-hmm. away from you, like let's say you're not in that flow state, just a regular play, like what goes through your mind? Or do you pre-script like I'm going to go in and out or I'm going to hezzy, I'm going to just try to get outside of his hip? Like mm-hmm. from a lacrosse standpoint, what's like your objective if it's one-on-one on the wing, you're 30 yards out, he's, he's five yards away. He's not really pressing up on you, but yeah. you, you're going to try to put some pressure on him to then get an advantage. Yeah, so like obviously I got like a few like go-to moves that like I kind of like my bread and butter, like something that I can like always kind of like rely on to like kind of beat my guy a little bit. And if he catches on, like the biggest thing, it kind of depends, like, how the game's going so far. Like, I'll always... What's your go-to move? Uh, just I'll go as, like, a split dodge, and I'll, like, roll back. Like, it's just something that, like, I've always done. But then if he starts to catch on, like, I've done that move a few times, I'll, like, split and then do, like, a fake rollback. Okay. And so if he'll bite really hard on, like, the rollback, and then I'll just be able to keep on coming up field. Or I'll just, like, throw, like, a hesitation or something, like, in there. Always just, like, change, like, the 
the speed of like how you're moving and like like the direction of like as well. Same thing like in basketball, you don't want to move at one speed the entire time because you just become predictable. You got and it. And so like the just the biggest thing is kind of just like becoming like unpredictable with like everything that you do. I love it. I love it. So obviously that was a great performance for you, and um, I think it's also important. Like we put so much stock in like pregame and warm up and things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's interesting. You know, one of your better games ever, you didn't even warm up. You uh, know, yeah. as long as we're preparing leading up to that, you know, sometimes it, it could be. Uh, you might not even need to warm up. You know, just make sure you're stretching and, and exactly. get loose. Um, but that was your best performance. What about your worst performance? And I'm not talking team performance, but individually. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was your worst performance in these last three years? Probably, I would say, there's been, like, a few, like, away games where, like, or I'd say probably, like, the worst one, just, like, kind of was, like, the most devastating was uh, definitely, like, the, the stretch of, or probably CB East. CB East. Like, Last I was, year? No, yeah, it this, like, this past year. Great I mean, team. Yeah, it's a phenomenal team, like, one of the best, like, probably the best defender I've ever played against. And so it was kind of, like, I knew that going into it, and, like, I wanted it to be, like, a big challenge for me. The defender that I was guarding, his name is like Evan Bellata. He's at University of North Carolina right now, like wow. lacrosse. And so like he's, like I've always known about this kid, and I knew that I didn't think that they were gonna like game plan like around me like as much as they did. But he went to me like off like the face off, and was like like my coach said you're not allowed to touch the ball. So like he said know, that to you. He said that. <laughs> he said he said my coach said you're not allowed to touch the ball, so you're not getting the ball this game. Wow. And just proceeded. He would like hop in on the face off, and then would just stand right by my head the entire game and just deny you the and ball. Just, I could not do anything. Like, I just, as much as, like, I wanted to, I, like, cut in and out, like, did whatever I could, like, tried to, like, set, like, a screen to, like, get off of him. Like, I just, this kid was just an absolute pest, and it was just, like, following me around everywhere I'd go. And, like, it was just a very frustrating game at that, especially, like, we didn't play very well either. Like, uh, ended up losing, like, I think, like, 9-1. to one. So, like, that was, off, it's, like, that's in, like, an in-league game. So, like, that was definitely, like, a hard loss to... Or a hard pill to swallow as well, but just like the individual performance is just something that I just wasn't really that happy with. Yeah, yeah. You talked about some of like your favorite moves and some of the trends that you uh, do during the game and some of the you know things in your toolbox. What about the mental side of sports? Like, talk, walk us through like on the bus ride to the game or in the locker room. Are there things that you typically do before a game that kind of gets you in that mental state? Yeah, uh, I think like one of the biggest things is just like I envision myself like having success. Like I envision myself like. Like, I, like, want to be, like, the guy, like, if there's 10 seconds left on the clock, like, tied game, like, I want the ball. Like, and I, I always, like, envision myself, like, in those moments and, like, capitalizing on those moments and so that way, if, like, the time, like, ever does come, that I just, like, feel like I'm, like, the man in that moment. And that uh, that's always, like, the biggest thing. Like, another one is, like, definitely, I, like, I love to have, like, the best games I'll ever play is, like, when I'm just having fun. Mm-hmm. Like, when I'm having fun out there, like, laughing with my teammates, like, having, like, a good time. Like, John Martin Vince is, like, one of my... He's been my best friend or since I was I've been in diapers. Like there's pictures of me and him like in our diapers together. Like as we're like we moved into like our houses, because we've been next door neighbors like pretty much our whole lives. And so like he's like a good guy to like joke around with like in game and stuff That's like awesome. that. Like so just doing great that, lefty. Like, yeah, great. He's a, he's a righty actually. He's a righty. Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't have no idea. He's he a lefty and everything yeah, else. Yeah, he's a lefty and everything else but except for lacrosse. Sorry about that, JMV. <laughs> Yeah, no, but, like, he's definitely, like, a good guy. And, like, me and him have always, like, envisioned, like, playing ourselves together. Like, we've shot around the backyard for the past eight years of our wow. lives. Just, like, talking about, like, the moments that, like, we get to play, like, in high school. And it's, so, like, last year is, like, our first year that we've ever played on the same lineup together. And, like, we both, he started as a freshman. Like, it was, like, great to, like, see. And like, he obviously like, had, like, a great impact. Had, like, a uh, couple dozen goals. Like, yeah, he great had a good freshman year. But, uh, 
yeah, like definitely just like having fun with like those people like around you is definitely like what just what puts me in like the right mindset. Like if I'll like there have been coaches that I've had in the past that just there's nothing that I can like this like despise more than like coaches that just kind of like take like that energy away from you. Mm. Like like I've had like I've had club coaches that like like he walks on the sideline. I'm not gonna like say any names, but like he walks on the sideline and just the energy is just completely like drained from myself. Like I'll make a bad pass, he'll pull me out in the third quarter and just not put me back mm. in. Like it wasn't even a turnover; it was just like a bad pass. Right, right. Like it was. I, and then I would just be playing so scared of messing up that I was afraid to like do anything that would like put me at an advantage. Like I would be scared to to dodge because I didn't want to get stripped. I'd be scared to like make like a skip pass because I didn't want to get picked off. And like I was just playing so reserved. And so like that's like the worst thing that you could do is just kind of like play reserved and like kind of feel like you have to play to not mess up instead of just like playing to like just have fun with it. Hundred percent, and I'm glad you brought that up because a lot of people see the finished product of Jamison McDivitt uh, when he plays for us, and they see all the sc- the goals and the assists and things like that. But like you've struggled as well, yeah. you know, maybe not as much here, but at the club level. And I think our listeners can really benefit from th- from what you were talking about there of, of not playing scared. And it's so easy for you and I to sit here and say, you know, don't be scared, uh, don't don't be afraid to, to make mistakes. But if sometimes your playing time is contingent upon performance and yeah. contingent upon turnovers, then yeah, it is tough. So, you know, my advice to our listeners and to our student athletes is to to listen to your coach, to lock into your coach, uh, but understand that um, you're going to make mistakes and sometimes mistakes are going to take you out of the game, but you can't yeah, let that you exactly. know, affect your mental psyche. Yeah, just having like that next play mentality. Like it's it's all right. Like whatever you do the next play, like, there's nothing that you can do about it at this yep. point. Like nothing you can do about it except for like just keep on like striving to like just like achieve like whatever you need to do like in the game. Like whether it's draw a slide, like make a good pass, score a goal, make an assist. Whatever it like may be, just like you can't let one play kind of like ruin your whole game for you. Exactly, exactly. You talked about visualization and creating those images, uh, you know, before the game. You're visualizing 10 seconds left. Um, you know, you, you've uh, been an incredible creator of images uh, with <laughs> what you've been able to capture on film. Uh, really uh, took our school by storm last year. Uh, filming almost every single sport in some way, shape, or form. A lot of football. I love the yeah. the water polo, the volleyball, the basketball mm-hmm. footage that you've captured. And um, you know, like I told you, in in a year that was very challenging for a lot of people, and a year that was challenging for for sports and school, I really thought that you know the positive highlight and images that you captured with that with with, with your camera and created those amazing videos. Uh, not only uh, brought a smile to people's faces, but also allowed them to garner confidence. Yeah. Like I talked to specific student athletes about your videos and how they would watch your videos, and then it enabled them to play with more confidence on the court, on the field, in the pool, which is so That's cool. Funny. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, so when did you start video editing? When did you start filming and, and doing this? I mean, it's obviously a passion of yours, but when did it start? Yeah, so this actually all started uh, – Around like fall, like winter time. So I started editing videos in January of 2020. 2020. 2020. So right before the pandemic. Right before the pandemic. Like that was so, the first time you picked up a camera? No, or no, no. You, that okay. was the first time I edited videos. Gotcha. So like, it was like during that time I was like going through like some like like really like rough stuff with just like relationships, like high school, like all that stuff. Like I was just like not in a good place. Like I'd walk through the hallways just with earbuds in, like not talk to anybody in class, like mm. go home, go straight up to my room, go to bed. Wow. And so like there was like a two month, two or three month span where like I didn't do much with anybody. I didn't talk to like many people. Like I was just like a very, it was like the darkest place that like I've ever like been in. So like during that, I kind of like figured i've always like had a kind of like a knack for like like video like production and stuff like that like although my brother was always kind of like the video nerd and i would always make fun of him for like going to tv camps and stuff like this. that's funny i would always make fun of him for it 
And I was like, dude, like, because I was going to like sports camps and all that. I was always like the more athletic guy. Yeah. And your then, brother uh, was pretty athletic too, though. Yeah, he was. He was like an athlete, but yeah. And then, uh, so it was like during this time, and then uh, I like got a laptop for Christmas. Like I had like asked for like a laptop for my parents, like having in mind that like I wanted to like start editing videos. Yeah. And so like I got like this laptop and kind of just like started like download downloading like NBA clips off of uh, YouTube, like some some stuff like that, just like putting it to like music, like kind of like growing growing like a lot like from like YouTube videos, like learning from like other people as well, like reaching out to like people that were kind of like making content that like I'm now friends with, but like they were like they weren't responding to me. Like I would like I'd like reach out like asking like for insight, but like didn't really like get much back. And so like, I was kind of just like forced to kind of learn most of it by myself. Which was definitely good because it kind of like developed like my own style to it. Wow! And so uh, I like, so it was like during like this time I started. Uh, it was like up until like the I was just gonna, this like in reference like up until like the pandemic hit. And so this was uh, during like during that time I was like editing like videos like things started to go like as like, as I started like editing more videos like people started like talking to me about my videos like it's like my world kind of started to like open up again like when I was kind of like in like that dark place it was kind of like all like light was shining through a little bit. Wow. And so it was all, like, doing, like, a lot better. Like, people, like, saying, like, hey, like, I like watching your video. Like, it was really good. Like, I was, like, thank you. And then just, like, would, can, like, go home, like, skip a bunch of schoolwork and then just go edit some videos. <laughs> and then uh, I'd, like, rush through it. Like, made, like, a few more. And then the, the the pandemic hit. And so then during that, like, obviously, like, my lacrosse season was, was, bro- was taken from us. Like, uh, my heart goes out to all the seniors that had their season mm. lost that year. Like, it would have been a phenomenal year. But then, uh, so like during that time, it went through like a two week period where I didn't do anything besides sit on my uh, bed, play Xbox, and just like eat junk food. And so gotcha. I was like sitting there, and I didn't really edit as much videos because like there wasn't really much going on. And so then uh, I like realized, and I was like, so like throughout like my entire like lacrosse career, like I've always like been like the guy that kind of like works hard. But like, like what I realized like through like the, like the recruiting process, like especially like during that time, is like. That like all those kids that like went Division One and like all that like well I thought that it was I was putting in enough work like staying thirty minutes after practice like those kids that are at that level stayed like an hour after practice wow. and like when all those kids that like I thought showing up to practice like fifteen minutes early to shoot around was fine like those kids were there an hour early mm. and so like that's just like, something like I realized and so then it was like during those like the pandemic where I like figured the same thing like with my videos and I was like like I already like let the lacrosse thing kind of like slip through like a little bit like. Going into, like, your junior year, like, most of, like, the recruiting is, like, kind of, like, solidified. Like, the top recruits are already the top recruits in the country. Like, it's hard for them to, like, really change that. And so I, like, figured, like, if I'm going to, like, want to edit videos, like, I'm going, like, all in. Yep. And so then I was, like, I'm not letting, like, I'm not getting, like, complacent with it. And so I just, like, sat there. And, like, throughout the pandemic, I'd spent, like, 20 hours on a video. And then, like, that's how much, like, it, like, really, like, takes to, like, make something that, like, you're, like, super proud of. And so then I just, like... I'm like, like, I just kind of like had like a mindset that I was going to be like the most determined like person to like what I'm doing. Yep. So, did you, and that's that summer is when you started like filming lacrosse and doing some basketball stuff. Yeah, no, I that summer, and so my birthday was in June, and so I'd like asked for a camera, and my parents like, dude, like, what do you need a camera for? Like, you're not going to, like, you're going to use it once and like put it down. Yeah. And I was like, all right, like, no, like, if you get me, like, if you like help me buy a camera, I think I went like 50 50 with them. Okay. So then I, like, I was working at, like, an Italian restaurant, like, at the time, like, saved, like, a, a lot of money from that as well. And so I was like, all right, like, if I get a camera, like, I promise you I'll do something cool with it. And so then, uh, 
didn't do much with it like over the summer so they're kind of like dude like come on like i got it in june didn't do anything until like august there wasn't much sports going on yeah besides like the ones that i was just playing myself and like uh summer tournaments and stuff like that and then fall came around and then i was like all right like football season like this is it like this is like what i bought the camera for like this is what i've been waiting for and then went out filmed like the first game got home and just i remember like running home and uh just like sitting down editing like all the footage and then just like sat there for like i think i sat probably like 14 hours like i woke up i woke up wow. at, i woke up at 8 a.m that's how long it takes like most of my videos like to make for instagram but i, I woke up at like 8 a.m that day like set an alarm to like start editing this video because i wanted to post it by that night and so i literally just like sat there in my closet like the entire day just like grinded away at that entire video like like loved it like posted it and it was, like, so before, like, when I was making, like, those videos with, like, the footage that wasn't mine, it was posted on, like, a separate account. It was co post co posted on an account called, like, J Dawes, which is, like, Dawes is my middle name. Yep. And so that was always kind of, like, my, like, alternate, like, ego, I guess. Kind yeah. Of thing. So people would always be, like, some people would, like, call me, like, J Dawes as, like, kind of, like, as a joke. And I just had, like, a little, like, JD logo. And it's, like, that's where, I like, I do, like, most of, like, my video editing. And so on this first football video, that was the first one that I kind of posted on my personal page. And it's like, that's the page that like, I've been having since like I started Instagram, like has like pictures of me at like homecoming, like lacrosse pictures, just like, like it's more like personal. Yeah. And so I wanted to do that just so people, if I like start filming and like knew that I wanted to like kind of get into it, that people could kind of put like a, a face and like a personnel like behind like the videos. Yeah. It's like, that's why I kind of like started posting them like on like my main Instagram page. Filmed that first football video, like, people absolutely loved it. Like, like all the comments, I was, like, bombarded, like, responded to, like, every single one of them. Like, thank you so much. Like, and then the next video, and the next week roll around, and it was uh, Upper Dublin. And then I remember me and Kobe were driving up to the field, and there was, like, this beautiful sunset. And, like, me and Kobe were, like, we were, like, like hyping each other up, like, in the car. I was, like, bro, like, look at, like, I was, like, Kobe, like, drive faster, drive faster. Like, like the sun's about to set. And so, like, we get out of the car, like, ran onto the field, and then uh, just got like a few uh, pregame shots of like of the game, like of the Upper Dublin game, and like wow, like like this is like beautiful, and like this is gonna be like a sick video. And then like as the game went on, like Sean Purvey hit it with like juked out three defenders and made like a spin move into the end zone. Like a few like Evan Cutler like a one-handed interception. Like everything was just, like kind of falling into place. So I got home that night and like started editing the video like right then and there. And so I like. Like, grinded away, did the same thing, like, set an alarm, edited my video the whole day on Saturday because I always, like, post them at Saturday night because that's when, like, people are mostly, like, on their phones and stuff like that. Okay. And so I posted it, and, like, it was doing well, but, like, not, like, nearly, like, the, like, the, like, as as much as, like, I thought, like, it was, it was like, the best thing, like, I'd ever made in my entire life. <laughs> right. It just, like, was not, like, doing as well as, like, I had anticipated. And so I was like, oh, like, it's, like this kind of sucks. And then, and then, uh... I went to I went to TikTok and then I was like all right like I'll just post a video on TikTok like it's not like nothing much so I just used like those sunset clips that I got in the beginning just put it behind like some little uh slowed down like rap beat and, like just posted it on TikTok took like four or five shots the video took probably like ten minutes posted it onto TikTok like put my phone down uh just like scrolling through Instagram or something I was getting like a few notifications and like they just started to, like pick up and like after after like thirty minutes or so I had like 10 views on it like I had zero followers on TikTok at the time and then uh, I checked back like an hour later and I had like 200 views and I was like alright like, like I only have like 5 followers like where did these 200 views come from and then as I, I remember I was going to bed and I was like refreshing it was like like 30 more likes like 40 more likes and then 
I woke up the next day and it was at 25,000 views. And I was like, oh, like, and there's, as the day went on, it just kept on like ramping up and people were like, dude, like, this is like, this is sick. Like all these comments were getting on it. And like, by the end of the day, it's had like five, around like 500,000 views. And, and that so, was on TikTok. This is on TikTok. Yeah. yeah. And so like Instagram, but meanwhile, because like, because it's on TikTok, like you can link your uh, Instagram to your TikTok. So then people were going from. I I just like said like in like the caption like full video on Instagram. Okay. And so like the people were going and then viewing like the Instagram video that I was initially upset that nobody really watched. Yep. And people were like, "Oh, like this video is even better." Like oh, like oh my gosh, like all this stuff. And so uh like it kind of like went from there and then I was like 500,000 views or something like that and then I get uh I was walking out of school and like it was fourth block and then someone was across the gym and they're like and then, like, I think it was, like, someone, I, like, I usually, like, walk through and, like, talk to a few, like, the football players, like, before, like, practice. Yeah. And someone just, like, hollered at me across the gym. It's like, yo, Jay, like, check your phone. And I checked my phone. It's, like, overtime has tagged you in a, in a video. And I was, like, all right, like, I was, like, looking to see if there's any, like, numbers after overtime or it was, like, overtime, like, underscore. Like, yeah. Like, overtime, just, like, some, like, fake account. And I was, sure. like, no, like, there, there's nothing after. And I, like, I checked it. And I was, like, oh, my God. And, like, they tagged me and everything in it. And I just, like, commented. And I was, like. I think I commented something like, like, mom, look, we made it or something like that. Yeah. And like, got like a bunch of likes and like the comment, but that just kind of like really like blew up. Like people were just like posting that on their stories. Like, like what? Like Satterton's like on overtime just kind of like put us like on like the map and like stuff like that. And like people obviously like showed like a lot of like love to me, like on my account from that as well. Like people are like reaching out and asking me like, I, I get like DMs like, like very frequently. Like there's probably like 20 sitting in my inbox right now. About, to do like, videos. Like doing videos are just like, also, like, aspiring videographers and, like, what I use, like, any tips that I would give them and, like, my tip to them, like, like the most, or the go-to that I always, like, give them is just, like, to just get started. Like, like I bar- I started a little over a year ago. Just start. Yeah, just start. And just, like, once you start, like, if you love it, just do not stop. Mm. I think it's great advice. I think it's great advice, too, to, you know, you learned on your own, you know, like, you yeah. learned the, the, the failures, the successes, and, yeah. and it's ugly, you know, yeah, when you're doing just, it on your it's own. It's just a trial and error. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's kind of like, remember when I asked you, hey, can you come help me um, teach me Photoshop, you know, <laughs> yeah, and you're yeah. like, ah, you kind of just got to yeah, play. You, yeah, show, yeah. you were like two minutes into the tutorial. I was like, no, like, you just got to mess around. Yeah, you're like, just, I'll come back in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's really funny, and I think it's, I think it, there's so many good lessons to unpack in that whole story, but I love the fact that, you know, I think that we sometimes we try to keep score with our work, right? Uh-huh. And if we work yeah. really, really hard, we think that this should happen, you know? Yeah. Like you put in 30 minutes before practice, you thought that maybe that should elicit a division one or, or that type yeah, of interest. Exactly. Um, you know, you put all this time into this video and you think this should happen, but mm-hmm. it wasn't happening. Yeah. So then you didn't give up. Yeah. You tried a different platform, you know, put it yeah. on TikTok. I mean, if you don't put those little videos on TikTok, it might never, yeah. right? It might never yeah, get picked exactly. up by overtime. Exactly. They definitely, because that's that's what they took it. Like, I didn't even post that same video on Instagram. Like, they got it, like, directly from TikTok. Wow. And so it kind of just, like, yeah, just kind of, like, like, just, like, expanding, like, different platforms. And obviously just, like, I, since then, I kind of just have, like, like, embedded, like, everything, like, into, like, videos. Like, I obviously, like, I still, like, work hard at lacrosse like don't get me wrong like i'm still like the same guy that, like will show up to practice early like leave practice i'll be the last one off the field yep like that's something i always like pride myself on like having like that work ethic like putting in work outside of practice and stuff like that but with the video editing like i feel like i've already gained like a lot of like separation from like those who i used to like aspire to like be like mm. like i feel like over time like like they kind of like remained in like the same spot whereas i kind of just like 
continued to like grow and like like grow like as like a video people like incorporating like different things into my work like sound design like better shots all this random stuff and then so I feel like over time just kind of like not really be like being like complacent like I could have just stopped like after like oh like I got a video and over time like I'm fine like I could have yeah. just kind of like humbled down a little bit but then I kind of just I was like alright like no like we're just getting started and so mm. like since then it's just absolutely like I've been crushing it lately as, as well do you <laughs> think that um, I know we've talked about this off camera but um you you want to do it in college potentially with with a, with a major football team, but after college, are you thinking you'd still do something of this in this space, or yeah, it's I mean, to be determined? I just I really couldn't see myself not doing it as a thing. Like yeah. I, I I envision myself like I've always been like a kind of like creative person. Like I loved like being like engaged with others, like stuff like that. And like I just I couldn't imagine myself like sitting behind a desk crunching numbers, like working like a nine to five, like mm. just like being like a business major, like stuff like that. Like I just that's just something like I really could not envision myself doing. Yeah. And so, like, after college, like, I've had conversations with my dad about this, like, plenty of times. Like, he, he just says that, like, like there's not really, like, a lot of, like, money to be made, like, with, like, video editing and, like, digital media production and, like, stuff like that. But, like, I it, if it's, like, comes down to, like, me, like, living, like, for the rest of my life like this, like, I could care less about how much money. Like, I, if I'm enjoying what I'm doing, like, traveling, like, meeting all these people, like, athletes, like, this is what... Well, like, I, I grew up, like, an athlete. Like, I love talking to athletes, like, mm. especially, like, those professional athletes. Like, if I can get to, like, that level, like, that would just be, like, a dream come true. Like, I could care less what the paycheck says, like, like what kind of house I'm living in. Like, if I'm just, like, doing, like, what I love, like, courtside of NBA or NFL games, like, that's the greatest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Right, right. You know, and oftentimes, you know, if you're good enough at something, the money will follow regardless of the trade. Yeah. Um, that's awesome stuff. I know we diverted a little bit from your high school lacrosse career, but I, I obviously it's a big piece of who you are, and it's a big piece of uh, what you've given to Satterton. Mm-hmm. Um, you talked about you know uh, certain people that you've played with uh, here here at the high school. Is there a student athlete that's inspired you um, when you look back at your last three years? Uh, there's definitely like a lot that kind of like inspire me. Like obviously like Kobe Boy, like he's like the same way as me. Like it kind of was, it was crazy how it like it happened. He like, DM'd me, like, during, like, the pandemic, like, I hadn't even picked up a camera yet, like, asking me about, like, some questions about, like, how I edited my videos, and it was like, oh, like, by the way, like, I'm moving to Saudi next year, and I was like, all right, like, like, that's crazy, he's like, I play, he's like, I play lacrosse, too, I was like, oh, like, that's cool, he's like, we're about to be, like, a duo, and I was like, I didn't really think of much of that, like, the moment, I was like, yeah, like, yes, sir, and then, like, he moved here, and, like, we just started, like, talking about, like, John Martin would always, like, make fun of us, because me and Kobe were talking, like, all these camera terms, and, like, all this stuff like that, like, about, like, editing, and then, like, we just, like, started, like, bonding like that, and then, like, he would come over, like, we'd edit, like, a few videos, and then, like, we'd shoot around and play lacrosse after, and so, like, we just had, like, all the same interests, that it was just kind of, like, crazy, like, see, he's always been, like, my right-hand man, like, we, like, went to Florida together to, like, film for, like, an event, like, mm-hmm. at the, in, like, uh, last January, and just, like, since then, like, he came back from college last weekend, like, I hung out with him, like, went golfing, like, it was, like, he's, like, a, fen- a friend that, like, I can just, like, kind of, like, always, like, be there for, like, whether it's on the lacrosse field. Like, that man can also shoot the lacrosse ball like anybody I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, and so, like, like obviously, like, that's something to, like, think about as well. But then, like, also just, like, off the field, like, he's just, like, he also, like, the whole boy family is just, like, great. And, like, as well as, like, the youngest, like, Trey and just kind of, like, everybody up, like, Miss Boy, like, Mr. Boy, like, everybody. It's just kind of like a second family to me now as well. Yeah, incredible family, incredible people. We're, we're lucky at Souderton to that they transferred into our yeah. school, uh, not only athletically, but just incredible people. Um, what about athletically? Has anyone inspired you, uh, you know, athletically? Obviously, Kobe has, mm-hmm. uh, but some other athletes maybe that, you know, you looked up to when you were a freshman or yeah. a sophomore or something like that. 
there's definitely like been a few in lacrosse, but I think like one of the biggest ones is probably Andrew Vince. Like a- Andrew's always been like the prototype like athlete like his mm. entire life. He's quarterback, like basketball star, but like so he was also like he's in the Vince family. Like we we grew up next to each other like playing kickball in the backyard to like <laughs> soccer and like all this like random stuff. Like we'd have we'd play our neighborhood is like very active. Like we would play play games every day. Like we'd play like a manhunt game where like somebody would like hide and we have to find them. And I remember one time like Andrew hid and then he would just move his hiding spot, and we were looking for, like, three hours. And we just <laughs> could not find him. He was hiding, like, the beds of, like, pickup trucks, like, behind, like, when it's, like, sprint behind, like, the bushes, like, hiding underneath cars. And, like, we, we were looking. It was, like, our three-house strip, and, like, we were just, nobody could find him. And we were all just, like, screaming, like, all right, like, Andrew, like, we're done. Like, you won. That's funny. <laughs> and so we would have, like, even, like, our like our street was called Gallery Drive, and so we'd have, like, the Gallery Drive Olympics. And so we'd have, like, all these, like, little games. We'd have, like, a... A race to like the end of the street and we'd have like little medals that you'd get and stuff like that and like andrew would smoke everybody in the race and then so like, he's always been kind, of, been kind of like that athlete that i've always like like I, I remember i would always like tell my mom like andrew's like going like division one since i was in like fifth grade yeah <laughs> and then she was like i ain't like that's not very like likely but i was like no nah, like it, it's happening like, yeah like i could just tell and then uh Yes, like he's always been like he's also I was always uh think about like his like leadership role as well. Like he's all like just like the great leader. Like I'd be on the freshman football team, like he was still carrying like the water drugs out to practice. Like yep. he was still, he was a captain like for most of his years on the football team and he was always like the first guy that like everybody was, like was just like cool with. Like he was cool with like some of the kids that wouldn't be like classified as like popular on the team. Like he was just cool with everybody, which is like something that I always like kinda aspired to be like. No, and now looking back, you know, a lot of his attributes that he demonstrated here and his core values, you also have. So it's it's pretty cool to see that kind of full circle, obviously, with yeah. him being out for two years and, and now you being a senior. Um, what about uh, – with respect to leadership, obviously, you know, I think that you, you've come a very long way. Um, and this is your senior year and it's your second year. Two-time captain, right? Yeah. yeah. So what – going into the season, what are some things that you think you need to work on from a leadership standpoint? From a leadership standpoint, just kind of like being like very consistent with like bringing like that same attitude every day. Like I'll have off days like here and there, mm-hmm. and just I kind of have to like put that aside and just like kind of like cherish like the moment that like I have like with like these players. Like this is like my last year, maybe ever playing lacrosse because like I'm ch- choosing like not to play in, in college, like which is like very like sad to think about. But because mm-hmm. like I played that game, like it's been my like my like passion ever since I was could like basically walk. Right. So, uh, like that's kind of like always something like I'll just I'll be like thinking about like man like I'm not like having like a good day but then I was like thinking about like I don't like have many of these days left on this field, and so that's kind of like something that I kind of got like put into perspective and just kind of like bring that same attitude every day like fire up like all like the freshman guys and just like ball out this year like that's just like what I'm trying to lean towards. Yeah, I think that's a great perspective, and I think for our listeners, particularly the student athletes, you know that we have to find those narratives uh, to 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 train our minds to to stay focused and to stay grateful and to stay humble and, and to stay hungry like in our process mm-hmm. because there's not always going to be great days on the practice field or on yeah. the court or whatever it might be. There's going to be days that you don't want to do it. And, you know, there's a quote out there that those are the days that you get better. Yeah. You know, and I think that you've you've truly embodied that. You know, you haven't had many bad days, man. And I've seen you practice a lot. I've seen you play a lot. Um, you haven't had too many bad days um, as demonstrated, you know, to your teammates. You know, mm-hmm. like whatever, if you are, you've done a nice job of kind of um, you know, still, still bringing the energy and still, yeah. still working hard. Um, this has been awesome. Um, I'm glad we were able to carve out time. We appreciate everything you've done. 
uh, from a leadership standpoint, from a lacrosse standpoint, and obviously, you know, just adding value to, you know, to, from a videographer standpoint. Uh, but before we let you roll, we always give uh, our, our guests a couple quick hitter questions um, that we're going to hit you with real quick. So the first one is your favorite pregame song. Pre-game song, um, I think Up All Night by Drake. Okay. And so that's kind of like our my coach would always like point it out. Like he hated all like the rap. Like, <laughs> like he wanted he wanted ACDC, like he wanted that uh, but like that song says like it talks about like your like your team and like like all like your boys and like stuff like that. And so coach was like he was like bobbing like his head to it, like that's getting funny. hyped like pregame and I was like, Okay, coach, like I was like, Coach, like you feeling the song? He's like, Yeah, like I like this one. And so like, that, that kind of like stuck with me. Like that's just oh, like my go to song now. Um, I could see him uh, going all in with the yeah. ACDC. Um, favorite food? Uh, it's kind of changes from time to time. I was like, cereal used to be my bread and butter. Like, What's but your I, favorite cereal? Uh, Captain Crunch, maybe? Wow. Frosted Flakes? Are you doing it every day? Not anymore. It okay. was, used to be bad. Like I used to cereal like three times a day. Really? I mean, it, was, it was like a decent way to get milk in your body, but then you're also bringing like, all the sugar and stuff into it. Like I've been, I'm like a very picky eater. Like, okay. I'm, like, like That's like the biggest thing for me. Like I can... Like, I work out, like, most days, but, like, the biggest thing for me is just, like, getting my eating right. Like, I've just always been a picky eater. Like, I've had, like, nutritionists and stuff like that, like, come and, like, go. But it's, so, like, the biggest thing is just kind of, like, like starting to, like, eat healthier. So, but like, I'm, what are you usually eating for lunch? Do you bring your own lunch or do you eat here in the calf? I do not eat here in the calf. I usually stop at Wawa. And I've recently started getting, like, those sandwiches uh, with, like, bread in, or breaded, like, buffalo chicken. Okay. Money. Absolutely. Okay. So, I'm, I'm, J.C. Peacock, like, put me on those, like, a few weeks ago, and I've just... Got him, like, so you get you go to Wawa before you come in. Uh, after I come in, on my way home. Oh, okay, days, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, yeah. You live a good life with like you go. You got like two classes a day or something. Yeah, something like that. Uh, favorite pro athlete. Uh, pro athlete. Oh, that's a hard one. Depends on the sport. Yeah, any sport. I don't know because there's like. What about lacrosse? Paul Rabel, he just retired, didn't he? Yeah. Lacrosse, like I've oh, actually favorite lacrosse player is Michael Sowers, probably. Like he's always yeah. been like the, he's an Upper Dublin guy, like Philly guy. Like he's Princeton uh, Duke, right? Princeton, uh, yeah, Princeton, then transferred to Duke. But he's just he's unreal. Like he, when I, when I was talking about before, like how you can see through like the first slide, second slide, like third slide. Like that man sees he had over three hundred assists in high school. Like wow. it was unreal. Like three hundred. Three hundred. Wow. Like he would just his change of direction is like the, the greatest. Like he's the quickest feet and like most sports that I've ever seen, like regardless of, yeah, regardless of sport. Like he's, he's so quick. That's awesome. Um, where do you hope to be in five years? You've talked about going to college, but what about after college? Where do you see yourself in five years? Um, hopefully on the sidelines at the Super Bowl at some point, that'd be, that'd be pretty cool. That might happen sooner than I expect, but, uh, you might not have the carte blanche uh, access to just do whatever you want on the sidelines like you do here. May not. You, you've no. had some great luck though, right? Like I have. where you've, yeah. you've been oh, yeah. the right angle at the right time. It happens. Know, it happens way too often. Like I'll move. I'll move to the end zone, like right before like the play, and then the ball will be thrown into the exact corner. Like that happened against uh, PV. I moved. I was at the fifty yard line, and then uh, I moved into the end zone. Like a guy made three guys miss and like juke somebody out like right in front of my wow. car or I'll move into the end zone and then Sean Purvey called a touchdown pass over his uh, right shoulder like in that same end zone yep. so like it's always been like crazy how that works the Jalen White run at Penn Ridge you had a oh, great man. angle where you kind of were on the sideline and like before that play I was mad I was like because I couldn't get in front of the play and it's like what you normally want to like want to be and so I was like I was mad that I couldn't get in front of the play and I was like all right like I'll just stand here and then he like makes all the guys miss like right in front of me and then just like takes up the sideline that was, was like, so cool I was like wow like that this is on, on oh, actually the biggest one was uh, Elijah Goods, he had a pick six against Council Rock North. Yes. 
And that entire that that before the play, I was like, all right, like I'm just gonna film just Elijah. This play. <laughs> it was it was actually the craziest thing I've ever filmed in my entire life. I was like, all right, like I'm just gonna film just Elijah on this play. And so I, I was filming him. I was like, all right, like he looks like he's about to make a play. He looks like he's about to make a play. And then he just picks off the ball. I was like, oh, this is sweet. And then he proceeds to take it up the field, make a guy completely slide across the entire field, and then take it back for for six. I, remember, I was there. I remember you yeah. told me. You're like, and you I, won't I, believe. I think I ran up to you on the sideline. Yeah. I was like, stand, like, look what I got. And yeah. then you, you, your go-to is like, oh, that looks like some NFL film stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so you're a senior now. Um, looking back, what advice would you have for your younger self? So maybe your eighth grade self coming to the high school. We have some listeners, some middle school listeners. Uh, what advice would you have for your younger self? Uh, just kind of never let like adversity kind of like get to you. Like always just use it like as like fuel or like to motivation. That's like kind of like the biggest thing. Like during like that time where I like wasn't talking to anybody, like I wasted so much time just mm. like like just sulking and like like trying to be sad and like trying to like get like petty and stuff like that. And then I just realized that like like I have a I have a sticker on my in my weight room in my house it just says nobody cares work harder mm. i feel like that's just like a good thing like nobody like nobody really does care like just like it's just you versus you out here like you just have to keep on like pushing like for yourself i love that i love that yeah adversity is it's a prerequisite for success and it's oh it's going to happen to all of us and, and mm. the who who responds positively and who is kind of the the architect of their response is, is the ones that um i think that find success more often and yeah. uh, you certainly have done that so we appreciate you, man. We appreciate you coming out here today. Uh, thank you very much, and I uh, look forward to the season. All right. I'm, I'm hyped. Let's, Let's go. go. Thank you. Thank you. All right.